You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is a conversation with Richard Mees. He's the excellent drummer in a band from Italy called Genus or Dinus Dei. The reason for the conversation is to promote the band's brand new album for 2018 called Great Olden Dynasty. Let's have a listen to what Richard has to say. Here we go. It's very early in the morning there for you, is it? Yeah, not that early. I mean, it's 10 a.m., but I just woke up and had my coffee. <laughs> Got my peppermint tea here. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's almost 6 o'clock here, mate, so it's dark outside at the moment, but that's the wonders of technology, mate. You're in Italy and I'm in Australia, and we can talk to each other across the globe. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Wonderful, mate. Mate, let's kick things off. So, look, I've been really enjoying your brand new album, and I must say I hadn't quite heard of the band before. I think I'd heard of you by reputation, but I hadn't actually heard the music. But how would you describe the brand new album? Well, uh, I mean, I think it's more modern than the other ones because hmm. uh, later on we used to work with uh, Marco from Lacuna Coil, the bass player and also the composer of them. And um, basically, he taught us uh, on how to make a song work, basically. So we learned a lot from him, uh, and uh, uh, that it, it's been reflected among the on, on the on the other album, Great Olden Dynasty. I mean, I think it's more mature. I think it's more modern and fresh, uh, and uh, the songs basically works. So it's. Yeah. Um, uh, no virtu no virtuosisms, no no strange shit uh, among the songs. <laughs> just heavy metal, straight to the to the core. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of the best way to describe your music to somebody who might not have heard it, and I came up with a couple of comparisons. So bear with me yeah. here. I heard Meshuggah, and then I heard mid period, or maybe not mid period, but late nineties, early two thousands, Demi Borgia. How do you feel about yeah. those comparisons? Yeah, I mean, they are cool because uh, Meshuggah, Dimo Borger, but also Lamb of God and Gojira are our main uh, inspirations yep. right now. So, yeah, we have uh, kind of some elements from uh, yeah from Lamb of God, basically, because, uh, you know, Nick, uh, our singer, basically just sing like <laughs> Randy Blight. Yeah. And... Um, and, yeah, also the, the orchestrations uh, are... Um, Something that reminds you of Dimo Borgir, but but also Rhapsody of Fire, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that. And uh, and also uh, Flash God Apocalypse. They are Italian too, and uh, they use a lot of orchestrations, but they are more more brutal, more blackish, yeah, kind of. And uh, yeah, we are basically a modern metal band with uh, symphonic sonorities. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's in Australia we 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 term it it's a very European sound that you've got, you know, very European just in the way that you've approached writing music. So the way the chord changes happen. You're an excellent drummer, by the way. You're an exemplary death and black metal drummer. So well done Thank on you. that one there. That really came across in the recording. So let me ask you a question about that. Did you change your approach on this album here? compared to albums in years gone by or did you do so, the same sort of thing the same sort of approach um, no my drum approach has been always the same I mean uh, I grew up listening to Dream Theater Mike Portnoy yeah he's, I can hear that yeah he's still yeah. my favorite drummer and uh, but also I've been influenced by 
more modern drummers like uh, Matt Halpern from Periphery or uh, Nick Patterson from North Lane and stuff like that. So I mixed it all together and um, and put it in a more uh, heavy metal and uh, in a more heavy metal scenario. I mean, uh, it's like putting Mike Portnoy in, in Dimo Borger. I, I'm not the kind of drummer who just blast beat uh, all the time. Uh, I just want yeah. to be groovy, but also at the same time more fast than Mike Portnoy stuff in, in Dream Theater back in, uh, in 2000 and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a really good comparison, actually. You are. You're like the death metal version of Mike Portnoy. You yeah. know, it's <laughs> very... Yeah, very good hi-hat work. I'm a musician as well. I don't know whether you can see my guitars behind me here, but yeah. Music Man? Yeah, uh, bass. Yeah, you can see it. But yeah, it's a Music Man five-string bass because I, I play covers music. So, like, I cover other people's mu music and I go and play it in pubs and clubs around the state that I live in here in Australia. So I don't, I don't think, honestly, look at me, I don't even play metal, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I have an intense interest in it. And especially talking to musicians like yourself who are very accomplished. So tell us about your background because as a musician, because I was reading that the band's members graduated from an institute there in Italy and that's where you guys met. No, actually we met because we all live in the same city, uh -huh. which is a, a small town in northern Italy, like uh, 300 people, uh, like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And... Uh, we all uh, used to play in different bands before actually form uh, Genosword in his day. And I mean, we also shared the stage with, with, with our bands uh, in, in the very first time. I mean, when we were maybe 15 or 16 years old. And that's how we met. But later on, yeah, we, we all started to, to study music, to go in uh, musical academies. And uh, just after the graduation, we, we met together and we decided to, to set up the band. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Tell us about the band's name because it translates into English as Order of the Race. Now, to me, it looks like it's Latin. Is that correct? Genus Sordinus Dei? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a Latin name and it means uh, origin or ancestry of the, of the divine order. Aha, uh -huh. what's the meaning behind that? Is there a bit of an Illuminati vibe going on there, is there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of. Because, uh, well, in our very first album, The Middle, we started out to make a concept album. Oh, let me say that every of our albums are concept albums. Okay. And uh, in The Middle, we started out with, uh, with a part of a trilogy, of a main trilogy that will... Uh, we will bond uh, every album to the other ones. And uh, in the middle, we told a story that is like a reinterpretation of the Bible. Mm. And, uh, you know, we wanted to, to take the Bible from the very beginning, from the Genesis to the Apocalypse, and reinterpret everything that, uh, that comes from day zero to, to the very last day of, uh, of humanity and stuff like that. Mm. And so we we basically described uh, some uh, main characters among these uh, among these uh, these albums among among the story. And in the very first one, uh, we told basically the entire story. And in the other ones, we are talking like uh, they are taking like a spin-off of the of the very first album. But we will for sure made uh, also the beginning and the end. So. To complete the trilogy, but with 
some other spin-offs. Yeah, it's all bonded together because uh, if you if you know this and if you know now the meaning of Genos Ordinis Day, you, you can I think you can understand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do you guys, as, as a collective, are you are you interested in say things that aren't so much of the mainstream? So, are you interested in conspiracy and are you interested in a government beyond government? Are these subject matters that really interest you guys? Uh, not really, because uh, we are not. Uh, we, we never talk about politics uh, in yep. music, with um, or, or stuff like that. Um, we are not interested in conspiracy or or stuff like that. We just wanted to give uh, another another reading of the uh, of the Bible, of the story. But this all personal is not. Um, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Just... Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, now. Talking about the music again, I noticed that at the end of last year, you played with an excellent band, a very underrated band called Hell. Yeah. Yeah. How was that performance? Because I think Hell are one of the best heavy metal bands around ever, but hardly anybody knows about them because they went away for about 30 years and they've just come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say that, first of all, Hell are some of the nicest guys we've ever met. Hmm. They are super cool and uh, backstage we we just we just hang out together it was super fun to play with them but about their performance they are great i mean i i just uh, used to listen something from hell never know them directly but uh, i was speechless watching their performance i mean their scenography their uh, mm. their guitar sounds i mean one of the best guitar sounds i've ever heard live and i'm a big fan of dream theater so <laughs> let me say that yeah it's very important. Super cool guitar sounds, super cool show. They are very uh, theatrical, you know, on, on stage. They are a super cool band. Yeah, and Andy Sneak, did you have an opportunity to talk to him very much? What? Andy Sneak, their guitarist, who has also produced the album. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were just on the, on the backstage together and we were in the same hotel, so we... Yeah, we hang out. We we never talked that much. We just had some beer because we were in Belgium, you know. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, when in, when in Belgium, of course, you're going to drink beer. <laughs> it's a beer capital of the world. It was the first time, uh, the, the first thing they said when I came to Belgium. So. <laughs> <laughs> How did you recover from the hangover the next day? <laughs> what? Sorry. How did you recover from the hangover? Oh, just sleeping, <laughs> like <laughs> two days. <laughs> I think coming from Italy. As a metal band, it's about as hard coming from Australia as a metal band. Bands in Australia find it very hard to get outside of Australia, even though we've got a lot of very vocal and loyal fans of Australian heavy metal here. Do you find the same thing in Italy? Do you find that yeah. Italian fans are very, very supportive of you? Yeah, of course. I mean, like you said, in Australia, it's very difficult to be a metal band, and in Italy, it's even more difficult because we are more a religious country mm -hmm. and uh, um, also there is uh, pop music that is uh, pretty much everywhere here and no one gives attention to heavy metal or metal music in general but we have some very hardcore fans here we have some uh, some people who came uh, for example when we played in Belgium it's a 14 hours traveling from Italy if you don't take a plan yeah 
and they they organized it with a with a van to come with us and uh, see the show and uh, yeah they are very supportive but uh, it's still an underground stuff metal in Italy. We have, I mean, some exception like Lacuna Coil, Rhapsody of Fire, or Flash Girl Apocalypse that mm. now are mainstream bands. But, uh, like, I mean, like you have Parkway Drive. Northline, and, you uh, mentioned Northline earlier. Yeah, there's a few good Australian bands yeah. around. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but yeah, it's very difficult to emerge in, uh, in Italy. But I mean, it could be the same uh, in, in every country if you don't pay too much attention to uh, to underground bands since the very beginning. Yeah. Well, I think you guys have a very ambitious sound and that you could actually break out of the underground and you could join a festival like Varken very easily. I could see you guys actually getting to that point and being a being on the, the bill. Yeah, it, it will be a dream to, for us to play at Varken uh, Open Air, but uh, sometimes it doesn't depend on music. It depends also on... Uh, how many contacts you have with uh, with the festival and uh, and uh, yeah in in other cases uh, I, I don't know if for Vakin is the same it depends also on how much you have to you want to pay to, <laughs> to play in that festival yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's right yeah how's your uh, you've obviously got an agency or a management and are, do they look into these sort of things for you yeah, uh, we have um, a management, which is uh, Andrea from Lacuna Coil. The singer is uh, is doing uh, the management stuff for us. And uh, about the booking, we are now started a new collaboration with uh, Rockin' Park Agency. Mm-hmm. It is an agency from Milano, and uh, they basically work mainly in uh, in Italy and Switzerland. Uh, I mean, not too too far from us. But uh, yeah, they work pretty well, and uh, at the moment we are happy with them. We we are obviously trying to find a, a better solution for uh, for big tours uh, like mm. the one we did at Monacoil back in 2016. But but I mean, at the moment we are quite happy about it. We have a very cool staff. Uh, they yeah. are very professionals, so they're great. Yeah. What was it like working with Christina on the album? Oh, it's been super cool and super fast because we just asked her, hey, Cree, we have a song that will be super cool to have a female featuring with. And are you interested? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and basically in just a couple hours, he recorded the entire song, uh, one take with uh, with Maki, the, the bass player. Okay. And... Uh, the take were, were perfect. Uh, she's a she's a super pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite liked her take of uh, Atul Levant, the um, Megadeth song. Megadeth. Yeah, they re-recorded that that track there. I thought it was better than the original, actually, with her voice on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think she did a very good job. So, do you think you could get over to the states and do a small underground tour over there? Play small clubs over there? Do you think and potentially break over there? Uh, well, I, I still don't know. I I mean, uh, at, at the moment, we are uh, yeah we are focusing more on Europe. Uh, yeah. Because uh, it's more a European music music genre. Like uh, we we really want to to go to playing to Scandinavia to UK. Mm-hmm. That is uh, a brand new opening market from uh, for uh, the US uh, for the US market actually. Yep. 
and uh, yeah, to go to the U.S. or Australia too, it's uh, it's very expensive for uh, <laughs> for yes. a band like us. And uh, but let me say that if there is the occasion for a super good tour, I'd say yes. For sure. Well, I think you could do well. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough for heavy metal bands in general. I think to sort of start out, but um, I think if you just you just got to put the feelers out there, and then if you get lucky or get a bit of a break, as they like to say, I think you guys are a good enough band that if you ever copped a lucky break, you could keep the momentum going yourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, um, it's not that we don't want to play to USA right now. I, I mean, uh, I'd go tomorrow to play to the USA, but uh, not if, uh, if this is just uh, some uh, random gigs uh, or stuff like that. If the yeah. tour is... I'd say okay. If the tour is cool to Australia, I'd say okay. If the tour is cool to Europe, I'd say okay. But Europe, I mean, it's very close to my house. So if they said like like they did in Belgium, let's go to play one one gig with Ella and you do the release party. Yeah, okay, let's go. Sweet, yeah. All right, so mate, for people listening, you've obviously got a Facebook page. You've got a very good Facebook page, I must say. Yeah. How else can they get in touch with you? So have you got Twitter? Have you got a band website that they can reach out to you via? Yeah, we have a website, which is uh, genosortingisday.com, and you can find us on YouTube, uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, and uh, Instagram, and Twitter, also, if that also but, but we don't use it uh, too much, uh, and our press office is very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, no worries. That's it. Thank you so much for the interview. Really appreciate it. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and you are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. That was my conversation with Richard Mees the excellent drummer in a band from Italy called Genus or Dynasty. Thank you so much for listening.